Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Hey everyone, big news from the boys of the last podcast on the left. Check out the last comic book on the left, our most sinister comic anthology. It now has a volume two. Please pre-order now at Z2Comics.com. We have an even bigger stable of artists and talent and writers and everyone that we did for the first one, although the first one is fucking amazing and it's still available on Z2Comics.com, but we're asking you to go pre-order number two, Z2Comics.com. You're going to like the way you read. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Guy. Well, I got to hang out last night with a one Marcus Parks, and what did that beautiful bastard put inside of my head? And a one, and a two, and a, ain't nothing gonna break my stride, <laughs> ain't nobody slow me down, oh no, I got to keep on moving, ain't nothing gonna break my stride, I'm running and I won't touch ground, oh no, I got to Keep on moving. And I looked at him dead in the eyes and I was like, you're going to do this to me? You're going to do this to me right now? And he said, yes, I'm going to do it to you. And he kept <laughs> singing it. And just like we've done it to him in the past, and I was just so mad, man. What about when your friendship has a roundabout comeuppance? Years <laughs> wide. Oh, he's like, you did this to me all the time back in the day. You always put break my stride stuck in my head. And so this is my comeuppance. And welcome to page seven. Uh, this is my comeuppance episode. Comeuppance! You know, Marcus at our live show in Nashville said that he was a little disappointed and a little surprised that you did not sing Christmas Shoes. So he was probably not sure we which song to sing to were you. Going we were to. going to. I mean, to. I'm glad we didn't because we were we were already pushing it really hard with our time slot. But we were gonna. So, uh, yeah, we'll definitely have to do that next time. Marcus For knows sure. you yes. well, Jackie. He knows, man. He knows how to get right inside of my craw, <laughs> almost like a princess lasagna baby. Now, we don't need to get to princess lasagna baby just yet, but I am so excited about princess lasagna baby. And sure. I'm just mad because it is all an advertisement, I have found out. <laughs> Princess Lasagna Baby is not just the name of a giraffe and not just the name that Paris Hilton happened to come up with for said giraffe inside of the Irwin family zoo, but it's all an Uber Eats advertisement. Uh, okay. Makes me mad about it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why? What? What's, what's the connection? I mean, lasagna is a food item, but other than it. that, what is the connection to Uber Eats? So I did a little bit of digging. So for, I mean, I think that I kind of just laid it out here. Paris Hilton named the newest baby giraffe at the Irwin Family Zoo in Australia, named it Princess Lasagna Baby. Great name. She's a funny person. Great name. You don't want to admit how 
fucking funny she is, but she is. <laughs> she re- like that is a very funny name for a giraffe. You know what it is? It's like get, letting a little kid name something. Yeah, that's totally what it but is. But this is a, it's like either that. The thing with Paris Hilton, especially when we watched that cooking show first, is like it's either you're so dumb, like a five year old, like not, you know, you you five year olds aren't dumb, but they're special in their own little. No, we can be way. honest. Five year olds are they fucking don't, idiots. They don't know <laughs> a lot. They're moron, idiot, <laughs> stupid. So people. it's like, no! is Paris Hilton about as smart as a five year old, or is she like incredibly? Funny in a, in a way that's self aware, you know, like mm-hmm. the question that's the eternal question about Parasol. Right. Is there any self awareness there? Is she a sentient? And person? I think the answer is yes. Is. I mean, she, she acknowledges really it's a character that she plays and yeah. she plays it very well. And, yeah. you know, the other thing I'd like to say about Uber Eats is, you know, you don't just have to order food. You can order any. Oh my God, I'm an Ew, Uber Eats no, advertisement. Oh my God. Uber Eats I am. I'm, I've, I have to come out to Get all out the listeners. I'm indeed an Uber Eats advertisement. Use the app. It's free and it's, it's not, it's not free. free it's not free no, it's, it's free evil. food you speaking of Nashville food. I had to sign up for Uber Eats when we were in Nashville because I got back to our hotel room at like four in the morning and nothing was open and, and I but Uber Eats uh. was open and now I have Uber Eats on my fucking phone and it's not free it's like six ninety nine. <laughs> no it's very expensive and oh don't even you just gave me a flashback to the 4am ordering of White Castle that I was so sick i was so sick i was like i think i would have been less sick if i had just been really brutally drunk than if i had also eaten the white castle did nothing it only made it worse and i'm sick by that you thought it was going to fix a problem but it ended up breaking you even more but the best way to fix a problem is to just put that thumb on that app open it up and you can get anything you You don't have to get no don't have to just get no. food. That's all I'm saying. No, the only thing that we are shills for is <laughs> Strix. Yes, That's the company right. Strix. S-T-R-Y-X. If this week, we are doing a full page seven Strix week. Um, I just want, I'm going to pepper this in. Yeah. You're going to have to wait a couple of minutes more for where you are going to be able to find us <laughs> individually. Uh-oh. Yes, don't change along. your channel. Don't change Whatever. that channel. Whatever. Check out, unless you want to spend more money no, it's by Jackie using Jackie. Is the code, code. on Pretty sure her code is your code makes you spend off. more money. It's that a weird situation over there. Because I want to we'll get to the bottom about of it. this Uber Eats alignment <laughs> with Paris Hilton. You don't have and to just the Irwin food family. Is all I'm trying to say. You <laughs> oh, listen, items. you don't need to redeem this. The, the Irwins <laughs> redeem it. Uh, the Irwins yeah. are such a redeeming family that it's you're willing to watch the Uber Eats commercial and enjoy it because Paris Hilton fucking redeeming. Irwin family fucking redeeming. Yes. And I do believe them when they say like, we really love her and like we're really we really they hit it off with her and everything, which makes sense because they all have a childlike wonder about them, right? And like, they that's all kind love of, animals. Yeah, yeah you're they right. All love animals. Yeah, they're all they're not they're not all idiots, but they're all not cynical. None of them. No, are we cynical. can be honest. The Irwins and Paris Hilton, they're all more maybe they're idiots. Stupid. No! Maybe Paris Hilton is cynical. You want. I'm just saying you don't have to just get food. <laughs> <laughs> what else am I getting, Holden? Do you mean? <laughs> 
Am I getting curtains? MJ. Office. Yeah, I mean, I have. Yeah. Sometimes we do need a late night staple um, around in my house. Astronaut ice cream. That's also food, though. But a blanket with the letter from, with the note from Jersey Shore. No, you're just on bringing it. up the amazing blankets that we received <laughs> from Bud in the Coven of our chat. And I just want to say thank you so much. No, I'm talking about Uber Eats. And I'm talking, the only reason why I'm bringing app. this up, besides the fact that it's a great name, is because I love the Irwins. And apparently, Paris Hilton has become an honorary member of the Irwin family like this happened a couple of months ago so she's been like doing all this stuff with Uber Eats and with the Irwins and Bear Silton is just dressed in like a zookeeper hot pink outfit just being like oh my god these crocodiles and I think I'm mad at Uber Eats because I'm very invested in this alliance and I'm right. gonna like Princess Lasagna Baby is the Dumbest thing to call a giraffe. It's great. And I love it. It's good. It. Yeah. It's good. And yes, I love it's it. It's good. And I don't think we'll ever know if it's if she knows how good it is or if it's accidentally good. You know. But I think that we can give Paris Hilton the benefit of the doubt that she actually is really, really funny and self aware, and that kind of makes it more satisfying. It does. I really think that she is. And um, I really think that Strix is an amazing company that is taking the <laughs> gender out of skincare. And They're the Uber Eats of skincare for no, I don't know if we're going to say that. <laughs> I don't think that's what we're going to say. Whatever at checkout. If you want upwards of, I think, even free things at times, allegedly. Not I'm not even sure. He's lying about it. He's Silas. He does read the emails, but he lies. So MJ is going to be going live on our TikTok on page 7 LPN, the TikTok. And what are you going to be doing with Strix on Friday? I'm going to have to learn how to use TikTok. Yes, I'm you are. Very, very worried about that part. Oh, I'm like, geez. I have to log into TikTok. I'm like texting Jackie, like, be there for me. I got but you. I'm going to log into TikTok as the geriatric millennial that I am. And on Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, 5 p.m. LA time, I'm doing a live um with Strix, like it's going to be like a co-live with them and we're going to be reading the negative comments that they get because you can imagine as a skincare company um, that markets to uh, men but in a gender-inclusive way, they get a lot of comments from all sides of everything yelling at them. And so we are going to read the comments like, you know, like the fun late night thing where you read the mean tweets. And so yes. it's going to be fun. We're going to get happy and sad and and laugh and that's this Friday and you guys are also having your own Strix parties we are on Monday I'm going to be over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie I'm going to be as the queen Leo I am and I just want to say happy Leo season to everybody happy Leo season it is Leo season bitches and on Monday I am going to be providing a party I'm going to be granting my using my good graces of Leo energy to all of the people that have birthdays during the holidays this is going to be a half birthday celebration where we get to celebrate you. Yes, I will be the one eating the cake, but maybe <laughs> you can bring your own cake and I'm going to be celebrating you and Strix is going to be giving away a bunch of products over on Monday. And um, but I think I'm going to get a scepter. 
And probably a crown of some sort. Jackie says, let them eat cake. And yes, then also, <laughs> a week from today, at the time of this recording, so less than a week when you hear it, August 3rd, Wednesday, I will be on this new app. It's called Lick Lock. It is oh. for people who are specifically taste testers and locksmiths, respectively. Wow. <laughs> Now, I will be on twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. We'll be doing, um, it's a sweaty Strix stream. I'm going to be playing fighting games. People can fight me for free Strix products. I'll also be getting sweaty and then applying uh, some of these Strix products to show you how you can help uh, get through the hot summer heat using product so that people don't go, ew, daddy, why is that wet man in the restaurant? You and all the fucking things. I thought they were calling the you daddy. Kids. Yeah. No, no, no. They're calling their dad, whatever. They're talking, They're talking about me. Daddy. And I'm just like, I can't help the way I am. I might not be smart. No. Not Uh-oh. like he says. Uh-oh. Is it Bill Clinton or Forrest Gump? I'm not quite sure <laughs> that was, that what both. that hybrid is. <laughs> and here's some saxophone playing for you. If you're gonna say, I'm not a smart man, but I know what love is. We all know what that quote is from. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know what? The funny thing is, I'm both not a smart man and I don't know what love is. Wow. So I don't know what's going on these days. So well, back to you, Jackie. To bring that up with your wife <laughs> and my two different therapists <laughs> that I use to talk about why I'm bad. <laughs> two therapists. That's how you know it's good. Oh, yes. yeah. That's how you really know you're working on your days. bullshit. And I appreciate the fact that you're working on your bullshit, Holden. And also, can I get a little meow, ah. meow here and a meow, meow there, here, meow, there, meow, there everywhere. No. You're talking about the cat video? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do cats, yeah. what sounds do cats make? Okay, so Jackie was like, everybody's talking about this cat video game. And you might be right, because I've been living in a in a bubble of- Parenthood. Parenthood. Yes. Parenting <laughs> specifically. Parenthood is its own terrible bubble, terrible and wonderful and joyous. And, but, you know, then when you are parenting sick children, which I've been the last two days, then there's a special kind of bubble where you're like, I don't know. Don't ask me about the January 6th hearings. I haven't seen anything. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> But you said everyone's talking about this cat video. Cat game. And I want to. I want to throw back to you a question mark. Is everyone talking about the cat <laughs> video game? About the cat video game. The yeah. thing is that MJ, you know that I don't care about video games. Yeah. At all. I was, that's that why I was surprised. I have heard about this cat video game. Okay. Multiple places. Newsflash, MJ. People are weird and annoying about cats. I don't know if you've been on the internet in don't the last bring five up or man plus face years. Manface in front of MJ right <laughs> hey. now. Manface is having a time. Manface is still alive somehow. I can't believe it. I'm surprised. What I'm learning about cats is that even when they are dying, they live a long time. I'm sorry, real quick. How old is Manface? Manface is 15. Wow. Which is, you know, not even as old as you can get for a cat, but he right. was diagnosed with diabetes two weeks into the pandemic when our Aww. heroic friends came and picked him up in their car to drive him to the vet Aww. because we weren't leaving our house. And, you know, it's like nothing is easy in the city. And so he's been, every day with him has been a gift. And there was a stretch about six or eight weeks ago now, maybe where we really thought we were not going to have Manface with us much longer. And now he just comes and sits right, right next to to my kids and stares at their faces while they that's watch TV. That's adorable, <laughs> though. But that's why I actually kind of wanted you to know about this game, MJ, because you play as a cat 
in a post-apocalyptic world of sorts. It sounds like the Untitled Goose Game, but for cats. But with cat and much bigger worlds. So Untitled Goose Game is more irreverent and like silly and goofy and much smaller indie thing. This is a not a super long game, but graphically it's like much more advanced. Okay. And, you know, the cool thing about it is they're using a real cat as the voice actor. That's why I, I like brought that. it up. Yeah, I like that the voice actor is a cat. And the cat named the Lala. Voice actor. Thank you very much. Can we give Lala some big ups, some big mirrors? Because <laughs> Lala's killing it over there. More like blah, blah. Am I right, people? No! Cats are dumb. No! No! Don't insult the cat. Like, oh, wow. You're like, you're an idiot. You're like a, like a five-year-old. No. You know, I'll defend no. you against anything, Holden, <laughs> but not this. <laughs> no, not this. Not this. And especially, but my question to you, as especially MJ, as someone that has had a, a has been a cat parent for such a long time. How do you get a cat to meow on command so that you could use them mm. to be a voiceover actor? I can answer that. Shake it. No. Right? Or you just like, kind of squeeze it a little bit? <laughs> yeah, like, squeeze it, shake it. <laughs> the answer, like a sock bopper. You treat like it like a sock bopper. I can't believe I'm talking to two people who don't feel passionate love about cats. I love a cat. I just I mean, love a we, cat. you do feel that, that about the cats, the movie. But I like, really. and I like Garfield. Like, I like fat cats and I like cats that act like dogs for the most part. But for the most, but really, um, a cat's put me on edge. I'm not, I don't hate cats. I'm nervous around cats and they can feel it. And I think it makes them hate me. Yeah. yeah. So um, as someone that has been a cat parent before to a cat that truly had psychological issues, I'm a little <laughs> traumatized. Right. And you can look at the scars on my stomach right. from the cat that used to attack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's fair and it's true that cats can tell the, whoever's in the house who hates cats the most, that's who cats are going to interact with the most. Yeah. Yes. And you think, I mean, the thing is, my answer to your question is that I don't think that you can make a cat meow on command. You're either, it's like a seizure dog. You can't teach it. You can teach a dog to be a service dog, but you can't teach them to detect seizures. But some dogs just yes. do. And oh my God, those incredible. videos. I love watching the videos and I'm just like, oh my God, they knew. It's just amazing. Dogs are, you know, incredible. And with a cat, you can't, you just, sometimes you just have a cat who will meow like one of my cats will meow every time you touch it both of them actually but then you know so it, but there's no you can't make them do anything that's why you got to respect a cat so much it's just you you are truly Ugh. roommates you know you cannot yeah and so Lala, Lala's just <laughs> yeah. a, it just has the gift of being a voiceover actor. You can't teach it. You can teach a dog how to be the dog from Frasier, but you can't teach a cat how to be a voiceover actor. Well, look, Whoa. I also just want to say I'm talking a lot of shit about cats right now, but I'm just throwing this out there since we're just keeping the plugs coming. I will be, <laughs> uh, since Jackie is going to be uh, going on a ladies retreat, they're going to compare their vaginas to flowers or something. Oh, I don't yeah, know what's going only, on. It's only going to be, it's going to be Georgia O'Keeffe paintings <laughs> yeah. and mirrors underneath <laughs> our skirts. Yeah, yeah. They're going to put their heads in ovens and stuff. It's going to be a whole thing. But uh, Sylvia Plath <laughs> reenacting Sylvia Plath, Georgia O'Keeffe inspired weekend. Yeah, oh, yes, weekend. please. Yeah, it's going to be There's great. There's two women that all women like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the two women that I know of that women are into. No, we'll also be reading Agatha Christie novels. Uh, yes, so, so yes, it's going to be a yes. silent week. Weekend, but uh, <laughs> yeah, quiet. a lot of staring at art, sticking your head in ovens, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. and reading, because uh, that's what Sylvia Plath did, right? She just stuck her head. That's in 
all the she did. That's all she's known for. Right? <laughs> all she's known for. So while while Jackie's away, there will be no Jack in, so I'm having Stray Day. Can I change my mind about cats? I'll be playing Stray all afternoon. Really? From, yeah, from noon until 6 p.m. is my goal. Hopefully that happens. Who knows? I, you know, <laughs> what are you might, doing might with your a, child? A little less than that. Uh, she's going to watch. Nanny. Oh. <laughs> well, well, I'll have some. But don't worry. Someone will be watching Winnie while this happens. No, just keep her. Just let her hang out. You know? Yeah, That's so yeah. Easy I'll dress her up do. like a cat and let her just. You got to oh, dress honestly, her up like a cat, at least. Honestly, yeah. it's what. Maybe I'll dress like a, one of the many dogs that I have uh, costumes of in my uh, toy You should box. dress like a dog. Yeah. Yes. Uh, absolutely. But, anyways, straight A this Friday. on that meow button? Because apparently there's a meow button every time there's a meow, meow button. button. Meow. The thing that actually makes me more interested in the game is just all the footage of people's cats like obsessed with the with the game while they're playing it, which really actually makes me feel like, oh, it's pretty like authentically the movement, the, the especially the the actual meowing. And apparently, there's like no compression on the audio; it's like really raw the audio, or they got, I guess, or so. I don't know. So you mean it's going like, sound yeah. Sound. <laughs> yeah, and all Look that. that. Or it's raw, just very like un. Cat messed with and oh, gotcha. uh, the audio so it's like really like authentic to the way a cat sounds and everything so anyways I'll uh, be doing that so catch that and uh, whatever That's with cats fun. Oh, whatever. I'm so glad you're having a little little cat day in Jackie's house. yeah let's see maybe this will ch- turn my whole head around uh, we were talking earlier about how Winnie might rebel against me I think that would be one of the bigger ones to like cats her not wanting a dog and instead a wanting cat. a cat that would be very challenging I think for this household I like talking about all of the ways in which life uh, for Holden could be ruined can by, be fucked and shitty by how <laughs> Wendy is going to just <laughs> aggravate him in the future and I think it's kind of fun to think about yeah. you notice we never have these conversations about MJ's children no <laughs> in no way it's because I'm not I am a hater I'm just a different type of hater yeah yeah yes. yeah but you're you're more accepting I think no general. you definitely are unlike Vanessa Lachey <laughs> unlike Vanessa Lachey is right so if you listen to this week's Good Pud with Henry and I, we were both talking about some reality. We were talking about Nick and Vanessa Lachey um, specifically. And these, it's just no one told her what to say if ever asked about diverse bodies on Love is Blind. No one ever gave her a soundbite of what she should say if someone says, hey, why aren't there people, why isn't there a lot of diversity in the show, Love is Blind. Here, here, like as if she's never going to be asked this question because she was asked this question and she didn't have the best response to it. It's so funny because I feel like anyone who's seen Love is Blind, like the third observation you make is like, wow, they all look the same. Like they're all yeah. hot and skinny in a conventional way. Like that's all, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's, it's not even like a, earth-shattering criticism of the show. Still love the show. It's just like, oh. Most reality shows don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, love is blind, but interestingly, they don't really do any surprises in terms of people's bodies. Surprise, she's huge. (laughs) Yeah, but then that's the thing. You have to think, as someone that lives in a plus-size body, that 
watching that last season of Love is Blind when the guy asked right. the person that he was talking uh-huh. to, like, could yeah. I hold you up could on I my shoulder? What would your scale say if you were standing? <laughs> I think he literally did what that. What size shirt would I buy you? Yeah. yeah, it's truly abhorrent. But like, and <laughs> I, I actually weirdly kind of see, because essentially what Vanessa Lachey had responded when asked about this was that, you know, she thinks that certain past, like contestants don't make it past the pods portion of the show because they are insecure. <laughs> it's their fault. Yeah. It's their that fault. So they're, they're too insecure to be hot. Their fatness, like, it comes through And like in you the can pod. hear it in the guttural way in which they speak <laughs> and how they're always asking for more waffles. You know what she says. The part where they're like, ew, like not model-like. Ugh, I know, right? It just like speaks for itself in the pod. Because what she says about it is their whole life they've been so insecure about being themselves because of this crazy swipe generation that we're in. And oh yeah, it's the swipe. That we're in, that yeah. they're so afraid to be themselves. Now, I will say, as a plus size woman, I would be very nervous to be on Love is Blind because what would the worst sure. thing to be happen is that those doors right. open, they look at you, their face falls. In the same way we talk about right. this on Yeah, Jack you would be treated about, as like, like a reveal. You yes, know? of like, a, oh my God, look at that fat woman. Right. Yeah. Well, what? That would be, it would be annoying to, to be the plot point too, though. Like, right. why would you yes. want to make yourself of course. the plot point in that way? But I thought it was weird. Like, the thing I think it was really fucked up was how she referred to overweight people as wrongs, which I thought. <laughs> Was strange. Oh no no fatty wrongs with yeah, capital F wrongs. capital R. She doesn't know. Yeah I mean, yeah she's yeah. Being a Leah Michelle here, <laughs> but so I do kind of I get like I guess see what she was trying to say, but she said it so poorly. And as someone that is a celebrity that is also a very attractive person, you would think that like someone would have had a conversation with her, being like, hey. Let's be very sensitive about this very sensitive topic here, um, because I don't. I know that I would never sign up for a show like this because no, I don't want to be crazy. Real. Also, yeah. like, not that Vanessa Lachey is responsible at all for like Nick Lachey's ex-wives, but just in terms of again, like, not being fucking idiots. <laughs> like Jessica Simpson fairly famously had like an eating disorder. Like, uh-huh. I feel like yeah. the idea of being like. I it's 2022 and I have not learned a single fucking thing about how to talk respectfully about fat people or people who aren't skinny. And in fact, when I'm asked about it, I'm going to blame them. I'm going to say they're insecure. It's their problem. And I'm going to blame like the swipe generation, which not for nothing. I'm a I'm a thin person, so I don't know. I cannot speak from my like from, you know, I'm only speaking from my own perspective. But I think that it's a better time to not have a stereotypically conventionally thin body now than it ever has been because you can see more images of beautiful fat people and beautiful people of all different sizes on the Internet. I don't know if that's true, but that's I don't think blaming Instagram is the right thing, you know? No. And also with the swipe generation, too, it's like, no, that's why you show what you look like when it comes to dating and things like that. And to to liken yourself to a, you know, like in a catfishing situation, like, oh, you don't know what you're going to get. So what essentially you're saying with this is like, oh, you don't want to be catfished because they got a sexy voice, but then they're going to be a big on the other side. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
I think for me, not to like stick up for them, but I mean, it's not really a stick up because it's really an insult. Like, what do you expect? These are two of the most vapid hosts of a reality show. And that's saying a lot. I mean, if you're like more on the vapid side, I mean, (laughs) these, I mean, they really are cardboard people when it comes to the host of this show. It is that, that talk back was so awkward. Oh my God. Didn't Vanessa Lachey kind of stick it to uh, that yeah, guy, she, the terrible misogynist yeah, she did, fat phobe? Yeah. Uh, stick it to the guy a little bit. But obviously cool, not but... for the right reasons. If she just thinks like, oh yeah, he was an idiot, but like not because of his fat shaming, but because of other stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. It's like you said, Jackie, it's like, how did you not get prepped for this? Do you think yes. that at no point in your life someone's going to say, where were people of different sizes on that show? No one's no one's going to prep you for that? So you're just going to say, oh, they're all too insecure they're to be successful? <laughs> like, get more <laughs> confidence, you idiots. <laughs> oh, thanks, Vanessa Lachey. I'm waiting for you to come around and explain it to me. Yeah. Oh, man. But now I want to see, now I want to see like a, let's go to the other extreme where everybody has, it's like the, is this terrible to say we can cut this out for you too? It's like circus freak edition. Like everybody's got a deformity or something Everybody crazy going on. Everybody has some big surprise about how they look. If, yeah. if the premise of the show is love is blind, <laughs> yeah. people yes. should have right? really surprising things there about the way really they look. There should be really wild swings, right? I'm, I'm into it. No one is disabled, right? No one is like, no one has any difference. There's no difference in, how, in any of their bodies. There's two yeah. people who are like, I used to be I fat want, like, it was the Phantom worst thing the in my opera life. I want to be a contestant. I want Wolfman, Ooh, you know what I mean? That would be fun. Uh, yeah, but like an yeah. actual person pretending to be me, like, <laughs> it's like yeah. is that an Eva laugh you just yeah, did? Da, 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 da. Are you playing an organ over yeah, here? Yeah, they should get, yeah, yeah, that's There's right. There's an organ in your pod. <laughs> There's you two, two organs two in my pod. Yeah. yeah. Uber Eats, super good. Don't. Anything you want. Uh. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. One casting call for like, is there something really surprising about the way you look physically? Join Love is Blind. Yeah. <laughs> and then one it. casting call is like, take traditionally hot people, but then put like like horror makeup on them so they look like <laughs> terrible. Well, now we're just doing that dumb mask show. Yeah, that sucks. the mask show. Yeah. yeah, they did that one. They but, did that I mean, one. What they're not talking about on Love is Blind is um, <laughs> a new kind of physics in the way that Terrence Howard has been talking about. So, oh my God. I need to explain this real quick. This is tough. Yeah, I have please. been seeing this, like, like Terrence Howard has been in and out of um, celebrity and pop culture news, but like this information has not, like I knew that he stopped acting and I know that he's been working on some sort of like, I know that he talked about like ayahuasca for a long time. Like he's been outspoken about that and that he's like came out of retirement to do some TV project. But there was this article that I was so like 
this has to be wrong, right? Like something's going on with this, right? And I send it to Holden and MJ. And I was like, I'm too dumb to understand that the, the headline of this article is Terrence Howard says he reinvented physics, wants to give Uganda new forms of flight and defense. Now, I've seen this a couple of times that he's been putting on, like, putting on these presentations in Uganda, talking about this new kind of physics. And I'm like, this has to be... Like, you know, like the phrase, maybe some discoveries in my own personal life with the science that, you know, Pythagoras was searching for. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on with Terrence Howard? And weirdly <laughs> enough, Holden had the perfect person to ask. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this. I, my buddy Keith, he uh, he got his PhD from Yale in theoretical physics he works for the government. I can't I can't even begin to know what he does for them because he's so and he's so plugged in. Whatever's going on though, he's he's handling the fate of our, probably our world yeah, right thank now you, and Keith. just did his day to day life. So thank you, Keith, for figuring all that out. He's <laughs> so like, are we? Is that not what we're doing here? He was working on like carbon molecules sure. and had something to do with creating super shields. It's like Avengers, like MCU. Sh you know what I mean? It's crazy Hell shit yeah. going on. He's like making the next Iron Man right now. Like every day he goes into work. So the first big, but the other thing that he talked about as his theory about how one plus one equals one times one. And that's one of his Karen's big Howard's things. Howard's like cornerstone of this where I remember it was just like looking at that. I was like, this has got to be. Bad shit, right? So yeah, Keith. So I texted Keith. He was like, "This is a lot to unpack." Lol. A guy. He said a guy named John Baez, who's a professor at UC Riverside, came up with what he calls the crackpot index. This ticks a lot of boxes. Uh, and then he goes in on the one plus. He says, as far as I can tell, he simply asserts that because two plus two equals two times two, it should be the case that one plus one equals one times one. And then I said, but three plus three doesn't equal three <laughs> times three. And then he said, yeah, it falls apart really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> then it and it also linked to this crazy document um, about uh, about this theory. Uh, Keith poured through it. He said the document is 162 pages or so. I did repat the first few pages. And yes, by the way, I want everyone to know we are talking about Terrence Howard that was of in Empire, Empire. who also yeah, worth mentioning before you get too far into this got. Quite me tooed. Yes. Shortly before he disappeared from and acting, yes. got fired. He had a great gig, right? On wasn't he the guy that got fired from Iron Man? Uh, as well, speaking of Ooh, Iron Man, didn't he know. get ousted from the MCU because he was like being a dick? And then uh, also, he's like dropped out of college, so he doesn't even have a degree in engineering or physics or anything like that. Um, so Keith says the document is 162 pages or so. I didn't read past the first few pages. There are a lot of images of memes in it, which is not something you normally encounter in a scientific publication. <laughs> Just hit upon this, Jim. Let, let's start with one of the most obvious of inconsistencies the notion that both sides of an equation should always be equal. Yeah, he just says one plus one equals one times one over and over again like that's going to make it more true. And again, he says this is 160 pages long. Didn't you say there was a there was one page that was just yes. a picture of giraffes? He said, there's, because he kept pouring <laughs> through it. He, he did start reading past the first few pages. He said there's a picture of giraffes on page 41 with no explanation. This is uncharacteristic of a scientific document. <laughs> a scientific I publication, rather. I love that he texted rather. all of this 
this to you. Oh, he went, oh, I got, I gave him the best distraction from work ever. He totally dropped everything he was doing. He just started reading all this stuff. And then he wrote, yeah, I'm on page 53 and it's literally the same argument. Square root of two can't be 1.414 because 1.414 plus 1.414 isn't even close to two. He's just asserting that addition is multiplication. Close. And also here's some giraffes. <laughs> I love it. And then you just have to slap a giraffe with it. Maybe it's Princess Lasagna, baby. Come to explain Terrence Howard's math to us. It's it's incredible. I, I just, I love it so much. I mean, you know, when someone's out there saying like they've, they've reinvented physics, I mean, you have to understand the foundational ridiculousness of that, you know, like the. the <laughs> also, yeah. like, I feel like you could add in like the like, going to a country in Africa and being like, I'm doing this to save this African country is just uh-huh. like a baseline to add to like, I'm I'm kind of winging theoretical physics and also it's going to be to like build a force field around Uganda. There's just a lot. It's got That's everything. A lot. That's why I just like in looking at it, I was like, I know that I am not smart enough to understand why this is wrong, but I know that this can't be right. Uh, Yeah, here's another reason why it's great to have someone like Keith. So he said in in this article, uh, he references this thing, the linchpin. The linchpin was a reference to another Howard project. In a press release in 2021, Howard said he was partnering with an entrepreneur named Andrew Sopko to create a proprietary drone system dubbed the linchpin, which the pair claimed was protected by 86 patents. Uh, Keith did a patent search and I can't find 86 patents by anyone named Sobco. So yes. that's just bullshit. So that's the, he went and did a patent search. I love this. this. Amazing. 160 page paper that literally just repeats the same thing over and over again. And the thing that it repeats is absurd, which is one plus one equals one times one. Love it. I just love, love that he went to those links because that's what a theoretical physicist does. Yes. Is that what he think is? Think tank. All yeah, I know well, is that Keith you know, is very nice and he's very smart. We that's all also are in a think tank, though, but we come up with new concepts for the show Love is Blind. Like yes, we just did, you know yeah. what I mean? But he does different things. He deals with numbers and stuff, you know? We're on the same, you know, headscape. I wonder what Keith would say about um, the $15 Velveeta martini that Ugh. is starting to come out. Do you think that he would look as far into Velveeta martinis as we did here on the show? And um, it makes me sick just saying it. You know what? I'm not even that mad at it, but the part where they try to make it sound like it's a summer drink it is the part where I want to throw up. Oh, this is a refreshing summer drink? This cheese juice? No, you mean the drink itself combines Velveeta-infused vodka... Olive. Which they describe <laughs> in the article as just being putting Velveeta in, in vodka and letting it sit they don't for twenty four hours. You the Velveeta infused vodka. They make you do it yourself if you, you want to like order this for home. I've infused vodka before with like peppers and shit. Oh, yeah. you wrap it in a little cheesecloth and put it in there. How do you get the Velveeta out of the vodka? Do you strain it? Yeah, you squeeze it into that cheesecloth and you just let <laughs> the little drippings out so it gets a little chunky because it is called a Velveeta Veltini and Velveeta Veltini sounds so truly disgusting. So it's so Velveeta infused vodka, olive brine, and vermouth in a martini glass that is garnished with a cheese drip and a cocktail pick of Velveeta stuffed olives and jumbo Velveeta shells and cheese. Mm. It's a shame because there's three to four things on that list I would take. You know, I would Separately. take the 
Well, no, in a drink. I like a savory Whoa. drink. I would take a drink with olive brine in it. Yes. Okay. Sure. You know, I would take even Vermouth. like yeah. the Velveeta stuffed olives. If that came on a regular martini, I would be like, this is gross, but I would eat it. I would order something with that. Like, but obviously, when you look at the image of this thing, it is horrifying. Yeah. It is just a cup of cheese in a martini glass. Absolutely disgusting. You don't want to chortle that down? But would you, here's the, the really big question is, would you, if you had to drink the hot dog alcohol or the cheese alcohol, which do you choose? Hot dog alcohol, you put it in a bloody bowl. Right, yeah, I right. mean, even as someone, yeah. like I remember for a while, Henry had salmon vodka. And um, when I lived with Henry, I would drink it when um, there was no other booze left in the house because I was really sad <laughs> and I was really alone. And so I would drink the salmon vodka and he'd be like, how are you just drinking that straight? Because salmon vodka was made to be mixed in like a Bloody Mary or something uh -huh. like that. Like it's m made to use to like use the flavor of the salmon. You don't drink salmon <laughs> vodka straight the way I was doing when I was a a fairly brutal alcoholic. Um, it's not what you're supposed to do. But so, like a hot dog flavored, yes. Even uh, I don't even know if I want cheese mixed in with my boot. I don't like even as I was about uh, to say again. That, it's just not a summer drink. I mean, a summer no. drink is citrusy and you know is light. nice and refreshing and light. Yeah, it's just not. I'm I'm not buying it, guys. Yeah, so that's where you lose me. Okay. Yeah, even as a savory, like you know, and I'll take the. The Bloody Mary that has the—I mean, I don't really eat that much meat, but I—you I, know—I like a Bloody Mary bar where it has all the jerky and all of the. Oh bacon, yeah, you know yeah. that's all fine. I do. I'm a sucker for the like. There's a whole meal on top, like wh where we went to in um was it Minneapolis. Oh yeah, Ooh. I was Milwaukee. there, but Minneapolis, Milwaukee, is very good at Milwaukee, that. the place we stayed at, they had just they just gave you a full meal the on Midwest top is good of your drink. Oh yeah, you could eat it while you drank your Bloody Mary, and I was just like, I actually fucking love this. It was delicious, and they'll put like. Like probably a cube of Colby Jack on there, you know. Like that's yeah. fine. I'll take a solid cheese yes. in a savory drink. I don't oh, want yeah. a liquid cheese in a savory drink. I think no. that's the that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Oh, even just the phrase "liquid cheese" knocks really <laughs> me out. I never like grew up with Velveeta in my home, you know, so right. I just never got really used to it. Right. I'm into like I will throw some cubes in with my homemade mac and cheese just to give it that creaminess because you really like that fake creaminess. Like you can get it from a heavy cream, don't get me wrong, but it like it brings back that childhood for me. But uh, we've never were a like um, you know just snacking on shards of Velveeta kind of household. <laughs> uh huh. And even I think that I could get into an olive stuffed with Velveeta like a little bit. Of yeah, Velveeta. I would eat that. Yeah, I'd be into that. But I don't know about the Velveeta Martini. And I'm this is coming from a person that ate a double dong hot dog yesterday. Uh, just two dogs in a bun, and it was my everything. Um, you can check out my apparently very disgusting TikTok on page oh, seven LPN TikTok. And apparently, <laughs> it yucked out a lot of people. I thought it was delicious looking. <laughs> It was when you, you cut this one hot dog in half, and I thought, all right, I'm with you. And then the next shot had two hot dogs in the oh, butt. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. what really surprised it me. It was a jump, man. I did a jump scare of It was dogs. a jump cut. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm meeting you out, bro. How you feeling? <laughs> Are you feeling meated right now? Are you so meated that I need to let you know live while we record this that Roberto Aguirre Sacasa just put out a show on HBO Max, Pretty Little Liars, colon, original 
Sin. What? And <laughs> yeah. Is this a Jackie oh, and yeah. MJ specific it crossover? Is. I think it was made literally for page seven. Holden, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you, MJ. HBO Max, Pretty Little Liars, colon, Original Sin by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, the showrunner of Riverdale. Riverdale. And I think that it starts mm. tomorrow. Mm. What are the Pretty Little Liars there? It is a different. It's a whole different cast of people. Is Mr. Fitz, is he going to no, be there? No, no teachers being untoward towards Is there going to be a fat suit, Jackie? I hope there's a fat suit. I hope that Pretty Little Liars learned no lessons from the original version of Pretty Little Liars. It's going to be a brand new show. And I watched the trailer for it and I was like, oh, no. We have to watch this show. <laughs> it really, you know, thinking about the fat phobia and everything with Vanessa Lachey, thinking about Pretty Little Liars, and just every three episodes, there'd be a flashback of one of the main characters, and she'd be wearing a fat suit, man. Bad times. <laughs> oh, man, us watch. I miss I miss Pretty Little Liars. I'm kind of excited. Oh, so far, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and you know there's no way that those are inflated. Those <laughs> critic ratings that have already come in, there's no way it is 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And you know how we feel? Don't bring up the movie hook when it comes to the Rotten Tomatoes. But 100%. So what do you guys, Holden, MJ, are we going to watch it? I refuse. What? What? I'll watch it. <laughs> Didn't you have to watch Pretty Little Liars in my stead for a while, Holden? Yeah, I did. I'll totally check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, a show where the teacher <sighs> sleeps with the student and it's presented like it's hot instead of like it's bad. Back in the dizzy, man. But don't worry, there's only going to be three episodes dropped this week and then they're going to be rolling them out two episodes at a time. And Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, ooh! I, I feel like he's trying to set it up so that there is never not a show that he is Show running, playing because it's it is playing right as Riverdale is going to be ending. <laughs> so I feel like I'm like da, 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 I see what you're doing here, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Mm. I mean, the showrunner of Riverdale is obviously somebody who always should be making a show, but it's like one of these situations where it's like you're you're ac- like Paris Hilton. Are you accidentally right half the time, oh. or <laughs> are you actually talented? You know, we just don't know. Don't know. But I do know that there's a lot that we don't know, but I bet that Holden might know, uh, and maybe uh, we might find out about it. Whoa, yeah, that's right, man. This is a fucking fun one. Are you guys ready for it? Hit me with the share. Do you believe it? Does Timothy Chalamet piss in bottles and forget his lines? Ooh. Yes. I can yeah. answer that right. The answer is yes. Yes. Most people with penises have pissed in bottles at some point, I think. This one, come, well, I wouldn't say, based on the, I wouldn't say I practice what's in this You don't uh, piss in bottles? But have you ever had a time in your life where you were too lazy to get up from playing video games so you pissed in a bottle? No. Really? I really haven't. No, I've always pissed in the toilet, You've which never is always pissed in really boots. close. What if you piss in boots? <laughs> piss in boots? Yeah, piss in boots. <laughs> no, I'm not a piss in boots. I don't adhere to the old, that's an old fairy tale. Yeah, piss in boots. You don't do any of that? <laughs> yeah. The swashbuckling All cat right. that uh, would play video games and get too lazy to use the bathroom. I, Maybe yeah, I, I have a problem where I attract people who piss into bottles. I've known yeah, a lot of Yeah, what them. is going on? You know a lot of people, does Gideon piss in bottles no, all the time? No, but I, but I, 
I've had a lot of conversations with men who have had an you know, era in their life thing, where they pissed I, in I'll bottles. I honestly say even a road trip piss in a bottle, I don't believe has ever had. Maybe in a cup once. I, I maybe it totally grosses me out. I absolutely can hold it. I also can hold it. I'm pretty. I'm a tank a little bit with that. I'm sure I'll be needing a diaper later in life, but I, I can hold <laughs> it. Yeah, but you never want to just put like the tip of your penis into the bottle and let it piss out and then like try to suck it back in like your urethra is a straw. <laughs> You've never done that. You know, I want to yes and you in this moment. I want to give you that improvisational flair. But um, fuck no, Jackie. No, oh, none of man. that. And also, wow. my big old honker can't fit in a mere Just kiss. bottle Just opening. The Maybe that's the problem. You're talking all these tiny dick uh, Randalls the out there, and I'm sitting here with a, my big old, you know. Hog dog. Sl- I call it my Wait, slogger. wait. When you lived in Williamsburg <laughs> with Ben Kissel, neither of you were pissing in bottles? I'm, I would absolutely guess that he and my other roommate were pissing in bottles, but I personally, A, this was not a shared activity. This wasn't a thing we'd go like, oh. <laughs> let's get together do we tonight. Both need piss to piss right yeah, now? Yeah, piss let's do that together. You know what I mean? We share everything, you know? No, no, none of that. I mean, we're talking also about very small New York apartments. The bathroom is right there. I mean, yeah, really but right then, there. They're in there and they're taking their time. You got you roommates. You yeah. don't want to leave your room. You piss in a bottle. I haven't done gross things in my day, but pissing in a bottle, I just, I'm not also great at like making that clean and not making a mess. You so know you what piss mean? in the sink instead. Yes, piss in the sink instead, of course. If Sometimes you're yeah, you get some to. head, piss in the sink instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was my twenties. Look, I you know, whatever, but uh, this description I I do not hear to. Uh okay, so again, and this is another one that's juicy industry insider ones. So that's kind of fun. It's not an in- industry per se, but this one comes in from Megan with the subject line Timmy Shamalama Ding Dong is an unprepared actor and peas in bottles. Yes. Question mark, question mark, question mark Conspiracy! Explanation point, explanation point, explanation point. She writes, yo, 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 obligatory, you all are great. (laughs) I've got some friends who work in the industry and worked on a certain period piece uh, starring the one and only Timothy Chalamet. Is it Little Women? Maybe. The scoop is, my friend saw a very hungover Timmy in front of his mirror with his face in his hands saying something along the lines of, I don't know any of my lines. Another <laughs> oh, time. I've been there. Yeah, who hasn't? Another time, the same friend went into his trailer to find many water bottles filled with pee. Do you believe? I do. Why not? XOXOXOXOX, Megan. Gossip girl. So I'm going to say, of the amount of guys that I've made out with in my life, I'm going to say 5 to 10% of them <laughs> had... had confided that they pissed in bottles sometimes. That's not super high, but it's not super low. And again, it might be me, a me problem. Is this like, is that your second date question? Is that your first second, like first? (laughs) Do you piss in bottles? What's your three-year plan? How often do you piss in bottles? I already know the answer is yes, that you do it. So how often do you do it? The key is if you've got a good story about one dating one person who pissed in bottles and then it comes up, then you'll, it'll kind of open the door for other people to be like, it's like, you know, oh, me too. Can I also make a request right now? Can we not, by the way, when we post this episode on social media, uh, post a, a picture of a bunch of piss-filled bottles? <laughs> I 
I would love any other promotional photo than a bunch of bottles filled with piss. Just any other story. Terrence Howard. How about a Photoshop picture of Timothy Chalamet with a bottle up against his dick? Yeah. (laughs) I can maybe see that. But I definitely don't want it to be like, check out this week's page seven. It's just a photo of of bottles filled with piss. We don't need it. That's not going to sell it. Anybody out there? Like, God knows. I can smell that episode. Jesus Christ. I think I'll watch fucking anything else. I'll watch again. The behind the bastards or whatever Are it is. Are we talking about all the velvet, Velveeta, Veltinis, and the yeah. pissing bottles? Like that's a room. Yeah, that you we're don't already like of. Yeah. grossing everyone out today with the you know with what we. <laughs> it's a grosso show today. Sorry. Shout out to our promotional team. You know, for love is blind. How about <laughs> when you see the other person, they either are holding something disgusting that they yeah. drink, like a Ooh. hot dog, water, or a velvetini. Or they're like doing their worst habit, like, you know, pissing in a bottle mm-hmm. or I kinda like I kinda like the idea that like if they're really hot, they have to be holding something gross and you have to consume it upon <laughs> laying eyes on them. <laughs> so you, you have to I mean? think about that, that every fun. time you see them. Yes. With a, yeah. With a meat drink. What meat drink will you have to drink? It's called Slam It for Love. <laughs> I would have a glizzy jizzy, obviously. Put that hot dog in my booze. And it'd be like me just the gross jizzy. part of Fear Factor mixed with like Love is Blind, right? Like just a beautiful person shows up, they're like, I'm your ideal match based on a a team of 37 matchmakers. They all sat together in a think tank, talked about how one plus one equals one times one. (laughs) Uber Eats is an amazing app. And then they put you out and they bring you out and you're like, yeah, but you have to suck this cup of lard down or something. Yeah. I love a chunky (laughs) drink. If you want to date me, you have to, yeah, you have to prove it, prove it or lose it or something like that. Or you can choose to just be like, I just want to date a person who's really hot, but like doesn't look like a supermodel, you know, like maybe (laughs) there's just one different thing about them, but then I won't have to like chug a bottle of Beatles or something. Right. Yeah. That'd be super. Yeah, exactly. You could go with this uggo. That has a chocolate sundae in their hand, or you can <laughs> eat a bucket of bees. Fuck the hot girl. <laughs> Come on. What is going on? HBO. Bro. Discovery Plus, what's up, dude? That is a great concept, all right? Love it. But regardless, do you think that Timothy Chalamet pisses in multiple bottles and also gets very drunk and for doesn't know his lines uh, yes. on shoot days. Yeah, I think we get- <laughs> I think the answer is yes. I, I'm trying to like look at pictures of him in his outfits for certain long. Like maybe was it Dune and then like he couldn't get like his dick out all the way so only like, the Dune. tip could come out. I do like Little Women though because that's the most like weirdly contrasting film yes. for that yeah. activity. But again, it's just like, doesn't every trailer have a bathroom in it? I mean, I, I, the thing I don't understand about these bro dudes, maybe we could have some bro dudes write in and, uh, and explain why they prefer to piss in bottles. But like, dude, the bathroom's right there. I'm literally, I'm sitting right next to my bathroom. My bed, you know, most bedrooms have a bathroom like very close to it. Why? I've never been so hungover in bed. I, I've been, I have been alcohol poisoning level hungover before too. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've never been so hungover. I couldn't make it to the bathroom to take a piss. I'm sorry. I just don't, it makes no sense to me. And the part where you're like gaming too hard to piss is insane to me. Like I, again, 
makes no sense to me. But people play games for so long they die. So who knows? I mean, God <laughs> I mean, knows. I did watch Ed Larson drunkenly pee inside of our, of when we all lived together in a one bedroom apartment. Um, he shared a bedroom with one of my best friends and he did piss in her cowboy boots in the corner. But he was, it was in the middle of the night. Yeah, middle of the night. I'm so happy I don't have that weird side effect of being hammered that people have where they just piss. And and it's always the roommate's (laughs) stuff. It's never... It's never. I woke up to be like, Eddie, you're pissing in my shoes. Yeah, Eddie, yeah. wake up. <laughs> yeah, it's always the roommate stuff. It's never their own stuff. And I've heard that story a million times. That actually at least makes a little more sense because you're so just fucking hammered that you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Okay, wait. In one room. <laughs> okay. I remember when we put out a call for meat, meat puke stories and we got all yeah. the good meat We got pukes. a bunch of great ones, by the way. We didn't, we read some of them, but. There were so many good meat pukes. Oh, I feel yeah. like people got to have a fun piss story. Like, send yeah. your fun, either an explanation about why you piss in bottles or your fun, my roommate pissed in my boots. <sighs> Subject story, line please. piss in bottles, page seven podcast <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. Yeah. Page the number seven. Can't wait to go through all those. But regardless, I think that's our conspiracy. I think it's time for something for Jackie to bestow a fucking upon us. Mm, Queen Leo says, see. To me, oh, who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. 18 celebrity colognes and perfumes that we would dot dot dot. No, we actually wouldn't. Oh uh. my god, maybe it's a bunch of piss bottles. I don't even know. This is the most like whatever list I've ever. Wow, just sassy right out the gate. This oh is yeah, like... it's sassy. It is whatever. <laughs> but it's, it's like I like was like looking. Through, I was so entranced by the headline that I was like, all right, let me look at this. Everybody wants a scent, right? Everybody who gets famous, they all want a scent out there. They all. I mean, now it's so customary. If you reach a certain level of fame, you have to have some kind of. commerce line of some sort, fashion, whatever. But the scent has been a tale as old as time. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. And they want you to think that it smells differently and something that is unique to them, like Lady Gaga, who came out with fame. And I did not know to promote the fragrance. Gaga claimed it contained blood and semen, but it's actually made with notes of belladonna, jasmine, orchid, honey, saffron, and apricot nectar. I want Lady Gaga. I love Oscar Gaga, but I want her to go back to being all fucking so weird, man. I loved how weird she was, the meat dress and... All that good shit. She got too popular. Like it really yeah. is. It's, it's hard to be that popular when you have and be that weird because you have so many people that are telling you what you can and cannot do. And then there's pieces of shit like Donald Trump who has the cologne out 
called success so you can <laughs> smell like success because of course he does i do kind of want to smell i bet that smells so bad of course <laughs> it's got to smell like it's got to smell like can away that's what my uh grandfather used to wear there's oh uh, there's also this perfume that i did not know existed gwen stefani's harajuku lovers sunshine cuties lil angel jesus perfume is what it is called, and um, I'm gonna go ahead and guess there's a reason why we haven't heard about this perfume in a long time. It's for the best that it lives in the past, but we brought it up here so you can never forget it. Oh, <laughs> what about the Tap Out Body Spray by John Cena? It <laughs> is in a bottle that is like a Windex <laughs> bottle that you're like supposed that. to spray on. It looks <laughs> like a auto part store product this one's right? my fave yeah yeah that's great that's great and uh get it at walmart get it at walmart i'm sad that i missed out on Snooky's line of perfume because i feel like it would make me talk about pissing in bottles i feel like if you are at the shore and you are smelling like Snooky, you're gonna piss in a couple of bottles i know i kind of yeah. wish it was like they were going for like sweaty fried food be, be, you know, skunky it. beer. Yeah, that would have been that would have been great. I just love that Neil Gaiman has an a perfume oil titled "Lemon Scented Sticky Bat." <laughs> because of, why does Neil Gaiman have a perfume scent? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is. It, I, I was gonna say this is the most baffling one, but the. There's definitely more baffling ones to come. Oh, yeah, like John Hodgman, John Hodgman. sperm whale cologne, mostly as a joke to advertise his comedy special, Ragnarok. Hodgman sold survival kits, which contained a real sea mammal-themed cologne. The kit also has a flask for your urine. Hold it. It all that comes seems back funny. around. That's a, that's a fun, that's just a funny ga goof. That is a funny, it's a funny goof. I am sad that Alan Cummings cologne named Coming um, is great. not. I, which that's great. See things like that. I think you all. I'm all aboard it, and I want it. It doesn't make me think of like Soul to Soul by Tim McGrath and Faith Hill. Reminds me of the Unbreakable uh, cologne that I used to wear. That was an ungendered cologne between. Oh God, is Khloe Kardashian and. Uh, Lamar Odom's scent <laughs> and it was unbreakable and then they broke up and they stopped selling the non-gendered cologne and it made me very mm. sad because I, I oh my god I didn't look through all of this list Benedict Pope yeah, Benedict the Pope. <laughs> 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 but Benedict the 16th 16th, is the 16th yeah has his Benedict, own scent yeah. Amazing. Holy Disparity smells like lime tree verbena. I don't know what that is in grass. Like lemon verbena, like the tea, I guess. So it's like lemon, lime, and grass. Jackie, I don't know if you saw this coming, but of course I have to ask you and MJ, what is the name of your cologne and what is the scent or perfume, I Ooh, guess, rather? Squirt Stack. And it's going to okay. be Squirt Stack. And um, and be like, oh, is it what her vagina smells like? It'll be a lot like goop, except it's going to smell like waffles and maple syrup. Ooh, I Squirt like that. Squirt Stack. Uh, mine's going to be called Brine Town, and <laughs> it smells like pickles and olives. <laughs> I think... It? 
I think I'm going nugs. Oh, I've okay. always wanted nugs, a, yeah. you know, I find the fragrance of marijuana to be quite pleasurable. I think you take away any of the skunkiness of it and just that pure weed scent. You know Love what I mean? It. And you come in, coming out there. Either that or the Chalamet, which would be a combination of piss bottle, bad hangover breath, Ugh. and um, it'll it'll it's a stench so reeky it'll make you forget your lines. Wow! I mean, I would definitely rather that than our last perfume on this list, which is Flame by Burger King. You snuck two in today, huh? Yeah. Did you sneak two trashy food items that uh, really leveraged their product into something completely really unreasonable for yep. what they sell? Yes, you did. Flame by Burger King uh, is, is I guess, real. I mean, for Burger King, though, they, they're people, they're like PR people or what marketing people are actually. They're very good at it. They're like up there with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? They're, they're, they're swinging for the fences doing really fun, silly stuff. Stuff. And I was going to say, Holden, you know, we have to talk about this shit because we are the show that is the home of the chicken fried gibbets. <laughs> yes, you know, of course. Chicken scented gibbets, baby. Chicken scented gibbets. And so we've got to talk about all fast food items that have been Absolutely. turned into uh, or. You know, Shoes that smell like stuff, like Katy Perry's yes. uh, sandals that smell like fruit. Shoes. Oh, yeah. You got to get in. Drinks that have things that shouldn't have them in them. We yes. got this yes. is a beat of ours, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somebody has to cover it, right? Yeah, we have to know about these things. Like, again, Flame by Burger King, which apparently s- smells like Axe spray with liquid smoke in it. And uh, that makes me kind of want to gag. And I'd say this is someone that ate a double dong. And it makes me kind of go blind. That's right. I think I'm going blind. Oh, we can't see them. I'm sorry. I just had to get off of that as soon as humanly possible. Why are you yuckoed right now? You didn't want Jackie to keep talking about the burger perfume? The Velveeta Martini and the Burger King cologne. I'm but the piss puke. in bottles is fine. And but the those, piss in the bottles. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is, we're just it's coming and popping out with the hits today. Huh? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right. Um, it's because it's Leo season. I feel extra spicy when it's Leo I know, season. right? I love it. You are in your element. Yes. And that element smells gross. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> in your element and it smells like meat and cheese. Yeah, yeah. babies. <laughs> In, in weird formats that they shouldn't be in, you know? It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sludge-esque. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This almost is like a, a conspiracy and a blind item in one. A movie is in talks to be made about this actor who has an offspring who has a talk show right now. The offspring has a talk show right now. She, ha- she has a talk show. The, the actor is a man. It will explore whether the death of his girlfriend was him killing her or her really jumping in front of a train on her own. Now, I don't expect you to know the name of the father, but the daughter you should know. She has a show right now and potentially a drinking problem. Um, she is a child ex- a child actor, uh, used to be a child actor. Drew Barrymore? Yes. And do you know her dad's name? Mm, no. Her dad's name is John Drew Barrymore. Oh. <laughs> and I had to look that up. I was like, that must be a typo on the blind <laughs> item site. No, no, no. His name is John Drew Barrymore. I did not And his daughter's know that. name is... Drew Barrymore. It's like a big dynasty family. Yeah. Yeah. And dynasty is a good word for it. It's like a soap opera. Do you think he killed his girlfriend or did she really jump in front of a train on her own? (sighs) 
guess. Isn't that wild? Man, jumped into the train. So is it deemed a suicide or is it deemed a homicide? I think that it was the, I think that the speculation is that it might have been a murder, but that I think it was, I'm going to guess that it's, you know, since he hasn't been incarcerated, that it was deemed a suicide or an accident. Yeah, or an accident. At the very least. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I'm trying to like fast read on John Barrymore to see anything about him. Educated. I'm sorry, private Jackie. Schools. I don't know who John Barrymore is, but I know who John Drew Barrymore. John Drew is. Barrymore is. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm going to go ahead and say, well, he did it. Isn't that wild? They're all hotties, wow. though. I will say, all the Barrymores, hottie, sure. hot, hot. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You can yeah, fuck yeah, them, yeah. but don't get near a train with anyone. No, thank you. All right, here we go. This next one is um, as gross as the other stuff we talked about. Wow. <laughs> if you stay at home at the home of this former A-list actress, you may have sex with her alone in her bed, but you will stay in the guest room for sleeping. This is a big clue. As to why she is still single. Clue. Movie Clue. Who's in the movie Clue? Mm, not the movie Clue, oh. but the movie <laughs> that has is also has the word Clue in the name. Clueless Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Or Stacey Dash? No, nope, Alicia Silverstone recently, but if we remember... Recently, she revealed that the reason why is she still shares a bed with her 11-year-old son, Bear, who she feeds like a bird. And and this is the whole weird thing going on with this. She said she is, quote, following nature. Silverstone recently said this and more on a podcast. She said, if you were in any kind of wild setting where there are wild animals, if you put your baby over there, your baby's going to get eaten. So it's not ideal for the baby to be over there. Well, we're not in the... You're in your mansion house, Alicia. I'm sorry, Alicia. Like the wild, crazy ass. and uh, she's a famous vegan. I love. I, I think veganism ultimately is like the 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 best way to go. But that's also not like what happens in nature either. So like, yeah, what are you calling? Are you a caveman or are you like trying but to change? If we remember, if we remember, she's also Mama Bird, Baby Bird. Mama she bird, is baby the. Bird. This is the same kid that uh, she said she would chew up his food and feed oh, yeah. it to him like a baby bird. So there's I'll this never weird. Nature thing happening. Um, uh, sorry, Winnie. Definitely not gonna be sharing a bed with you at 11 years old. Definitely fucking weird. Unless we're on like a trip and it's a hotel room with a, you know, one bed as I could see it. But other than that, um, Jackie brings up the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation a lot. All four grandparents in one bed. One bed. Oh God, that's bed. right. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, oh totally. man, I'm I sure didn't know, is- dude. Alicia Silverstone also um, does the elimination communication, which we talk about on Jack and all the time because I always bring up my trauma from being a nanny for a family that also believed in elimination communication, which means no diapers. That yeah, you just stare ew. at the baby and wait for them to tell you when they have That's to go to the bathroom. Fucking newborns. That's fucking crazy. I'm sorry. I want to be accepting if that's crazy, bro. And it's like the selective, it's like famous rich people. I only bring up veganism because it's just an example of like, Famous rich people well, will be privileged. like, well, this it's is the only nature. Privileged. Like, this is nature. It's nature to sleep with your with your teenager in the same bed. And it's like, okay, 
oh, it's also nature to chew their food for them. It's nature to let them piss and shit everywhere. It's like, okay, let's actually try to like figure out what you're talking about. And are you talking about like indigenous communities that are on islands still? Are you talking, what? (laughs) There's just this idea that like we were all the same exact caveman once. And it's like, no, like there's all, human beings have had all sorts of different diets. Like human beings have had all sorts of different like customs for how to, there's no like single element of nature that all humans can hearken back to. Uh Right? I, yeah. But rich people love that shit. I it's want to start crazy. doing elimination communication with Jeff and be like, Jeff, you have to stare at me until I have to yeah, go to the bathroom. Until you have I to shit. get me. You have to and pick then me up and me take shit. me to the bathroom. Yeah. Watch me shit. Jackie, I didn't know that you did elimination communication. I was a nanny for a family that did that for about mm, three weeks or a month. And like by the end of it, I was like, I can't. I cannot do this anymore. And I was yeah, supposed to insane. watch another kid at the same time. I'm like, how am I supposed to watch a toddler and a and an infant and when I got to stare at the infant all the time to see if the infant has to go to the bathroom. It's, and that's It was too much just, for a nanny. No. Anyone. It's incense. Mom. Yeah, but that's the funny thing, right? They, they're like, we're going to do elimination communication. Um, and then here you and go. And you do nanny. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you, do, you do You it. take care of it. And that's, that's the rich person thing, right? They, they, they establish some insane habit or whatever some new crazy thing that they read right. in a book but because they can because they pass and they off hire it out and then they Ooh, say that it's people. fundamental eat human the nature rich. Yeah. eat the rich yeah, yeah dude yeah Smith. you know what's whatever, not though. human nature being in clueless which is <laughs> a great movie and i think it's great but you're not a caveman alicia silverstone you're not a caveman. i agree and this man might be caveman i'm so happy we didn't talk about this yet today because i thought we might your final blind This television star is going to stick things out, but has already told people he wants to get back into television where everyone loves him and he can make way more money. Something that I thought we might talk about already. Who's a television star trying to break into a different thing and super getting uh, lambasted for it? Maybe someone who's trying to do it in a place they're not actually living in for the most part. Someone that... Oh, uh, you're talking about Dr. Oz? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes, we haven't talked about the great John Fetterman trolling campaign about Dr. Oz running for Pennsylvania Senate, but he's from New Jersey, and so John Fetterman, his opponent, is just trolling him with including ads from Snooki about how he's from New Jersey and Stevie Van Zandt. How about how he's from New Jersey? That was pretty funny. The Stevie one made me laugh out loud. The way he's just like, come yes. on, man, what are you doing? Come back to Jersey. Come on, we got, we'll go hang out, we'll have some fun, we'll surf, we'll do whatever. It was so fun. The way he, I'm not doing it just I'll look up Stevie Van Zandt's message to Dr. Oz. It is fucking hilarious. It is so Stevie Van Zandt and so New Jersey. And I love it so much. Yeah. It linked to this deadline article. Dr. Oz is uh, the blinded. Dr. Oz's attempt at politically weaponizing lost meme uh, draws stinging rebuke from Damon Lindelof. Uh, He posted this picture of John Fetterman with like the lost logo. It says John Fetterman, either he's hiding in his basement or he's just plain lost. Um, And it's this like political thing and people are just constantly uh writing in the comments like um hey man aren't you from jersey <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's very satisfying and also stevie van zandt is just like when i i was on like season 
four of The Sopranos before I realized that he was from the E Street Band. And I was like, are you telling me that this guy is in the best television show and the best band? Can you imagine that life? He's he's incredible. Uh, He's honestly like one of my favorite people. The best career you could ever dream of to be a musician and an actor in the two best things ever made in each genre. While all that's going on, doing like one of the best radio shows ever, Little Stevie's Garage, right? Underground Stevie's Garage, yeah. Underground Garage is one of the best radio shows I've ever heard yeah. in my life. It is so good, and he did. I don't think he, I don't. I believe I don't believe he does it anymore. But he did it for years, and it's incredible. He just plays his favorite music and does these amazing like interstitials, and yeah, just amazing. Um, so funny. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Doctor Oz. What uh, was already is such a snake oil salesman. I hope he doesn't go back into TV because he was peddling a lot of he's horrendous dark he's, shit. Yeah, to yeah talk about fat oh, phobia, he's right? He's like a monster in terms of talking about people's bodies, in terms of talking about difference, in terms of his show. And then he goes, yeah, he's a Trump disciple. And uh, and yeah, I think Fetterman is doing a good. You know, there's there's not a lot of. Obviously, it's not like substantive to be like, go back to Jersey, but like, whatever. You need to capture the people. And to be like, you are not from here is a great way to capture the people. And I yes. feel like getting Snooky and Stevie Van Sant to so be like, funny. we are the two iconic people from Jersey. from Jersey. You know, it's just, I think it's very well done. I see exactly what you're saying, which means I can see you again. Welcome hey. back. And thank you guys that. so much for joining us on this week's show. We got a little yucky. Oh, we talked about a lot of secretions, but I was <laughs> feeling it. Queen Leo, she's Very here. Upset. And thank you for hanging out with us on page seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. You can come check out apparently my disgusting hot dog TikTok over on page seven LPN on TikTok, <laughs> but you can also watch MJ on our Page 7 LPN TikTok with Strix on Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and come hang out with me on Monday, August 1st, on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie, where I have a birthday party for all you people who don't get birthday parties. It's just going to be me and cake. Come hang out. All right. Check me out. Twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho, the Strix stream, the sweaty Strix stream. If you want some, you can easily beat me in a lot of these fighting games. August 3rd, Wednesday, kicking off at 6 p.m. PT, I think. <laughs> and also, Monday, Tuesday, Friday streams, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Jackin usually happens on Friday. Of course, this Friday, though, will be straight A. Come see if I can fall in love with cats for the very first time. We'll see wait. what happens. Can't wait. We'll see what happens. And yeah, I think that's about it. MJ. My name's MJ and I'm MJKLCat on Instagram. Love you guys All so right. much. And it's time for the shout out song. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're gonna read up to you. Come on. I know the shout-out song is a great song, but I can't help but think about It's time for the Riverdale Roundup. I'm gonna kiss them all! Because 
I know that I shouldn't get my own song stuck in my head, but I do. You know, Kelly Clarkson likes to listen to Kelly Clarkson music, too. Yes, I'm comparing myself to Kelly Clarkson with the Riverdale Roundup song. Um, This is not what we're here to do, Jackie. We're here to talk about the shoutouts. And you can send in your shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7, seven, seven the number, at podcast at gmail.com. And it is Leo season. First up, love from New Zealand from Megan. Of course, baby. Megan says, can I please have a big birthday shout out to my stunning friend, neighbor, ride to work and all around amazing human, Amanda. She's a hot as fuck librarian who makes life for all around her great. She introduced me to page seven. Yay! And Riverdale shakes fist. She will save me in an apocalypse with her canned goods and home-brewed booze. Jackie, if you could send some big sloppy kisses straight to her ear holes, it would make me so happy. Oh, coming right up, Megan. Thank you so much for writing in about your stunning friend, Amanda. And happy birthday, baby. We got more birthdays coming up, like to Courtney's husband, Jason. Courtney says, for my birthday, I would love for you to shout out my husband, Jason. So wait, this is for your birthday, Courtney. Oh, that's not very Leo-like of you. And I love it. I love the sharing of the love. Courtney says, Jason and I got married in January and we found a home in April. Andy has been juggling work and renovating our home so we can move in hopefully soon. I really want him to know how appreciated and loved he is for exactly who he is. Loyal, strong, hardworking, kind, and my dream Aries King. I know he'd love to hear all this through Jackie since she is a literal goddess. You stop, Courtney. So are you, baby. Happy birthday to you and so much love to you, Jason. Next up, we've got some love going out from Dave to Misty. Play Misty for me. That's why my sister's name is Jessica. Dave says, the things we've experienced together, you might call them downright weird. We didn't meet in Austin after all. Hashtag keep Austin weird. We've had nopeful appraisals at Antiques Roadshow. Oops. The power grid broke at the last podcast show after a 1,500-mile journey to visit me in Philly. We drank French 75s and made bonbons on my countertops, and we survived the sermon from the world's foremost chauvinistic, body dysmorphic, gun-toting wedding preacher. Wasn't our respective weddings, thank God. Goodness, Misty and I seem to wind up in weird places, but I know I'm all the better when we go weird together. The stories are richer, the cast of characters more nuanced, and the shades shadier. I'm convinced that in a past life, we were two rival undertakers in a Deadwood-esque pioneer boomtown. Recently, the words of a health professional crashed through her ears. Words that might justifiably put Misty in a less kind, more questioning frame of mind. And I can't be there through the weirdness, quietly telling her, this too shall pasta. (laughs) Misty, I see you, my beloved fucking friend. With Jackie's help, perhaps you can hear me and this shout out from your ear pods. Here's to Misty, the only friend who would follow me to heaven and back. 
because we'd probably get bored and try our luck at that other place. Misty, this too shall pasta. Never let our distance apart quash the weirdness and instead let it continue to bless our ungodly friendship. See you in Philly soon, my dear. Love, Dave. Ah, I love y'all's friendship, and thank you so much for sharing it with me. And now we've got some more love coming out, not from Dave, but from Davey to Emily. Davey says, I wanted to reach out today to ask you to give a birthday shout out to my partner, Emily, who's celebrating her birthday on August 5th. Leo's rise up. Emily is one of the warmest, most thoughtful, and most amazing people I know. Back in June, Emily earned her master's degree in elementary education. Right now, she's out of town teaching summer school, and she's going to be a first grade teacher. Congratulations! I'm so proud to be her partner, and I really want to make this birthday extra fun and full of love. She absolutely loves you all and this podcast so much, and it would bring her so much joy to hear Jackie showering her with birthday wishes, my fellow Leo baby! Happy birthday, Emily! Love, Davey! Oh, well, we got a bestie shout out from Debbie to Summer. I love a bestie shout out. Debbie says, I have a special shout out request for my best friend, Summer, and her soon to be husband, Travis. Summer and I found our friendship soulmates in each other as army brats in Germany in the seventh grade, and for the last 20-ish years have become sisters no matter how near or far apart we live. Currently, I'm in Florida, and she's in Colorado, and actually, she and her fiancé were shouted out by Marcus at the Red Rock Show for having their ween shirts on, and I'm heading there this weekend to watch her and one of the best men on earth, get married. We are huge Page 7 fans and funny moments from episodes come up weekly in our long distance texting relationship. I know she would love to hear you shout her and Travis out. I'm so excited for them to explore this new chapter of life together and that they found their romantic, not best friend, soulmates in each other. For you, Holden. But we all know what you wanted to say, Debbie. I love to see their love for each other and I'm so proud of both of them for the life they've built. Thank you for taking the time to read this email, of course, and for all the laughs. And to you, Debbie, thank you so much. And for keeping me watching Riverdale long past when I wanted to stop. We're in this together, Debbie. And I love your friendship. And oh, God, I hope that the wedding goes so, so well. All of my love to all of you guys. And last but not least, the amazing Meredith. Meredith, you did not show your buttocks to us after the show in Nashville. I loved talking to you. And how dare you talk about my friend that way? I had a great time. Meredith is shouting myself out for surviving this year. And all of my love, you know I love a self shout out, and all of my love goes out to you, Meredith. Meredith says, I lost a partner to suicide at the end of last April, and then my dog Lola died unexpectedly about six weeks later. I moved out of my apartment and into the mountains, and I'm just making steps every day to make it. I take y'all in my ears on walks, snowboarding, and all the things you just make me smile. We thank you. I wanted to show you my 2007. Now, I, I know that you guys can't see the picture, but I needed everyone to know because, Meredith, this is awesome. They're 15 minutes of internet fame. And because they know that we are fans of Dolly as well, it is a picture of Dolly signing Meredith's lower back. 
and Meredith got it tattooed onto her immediately afterwards. A real tramp stamp. Hail Dolly, our queen of Appalachia. But Meredith goes on to say, I mostly came here to say this. Thank you all for doing as Dolly says. Find out who you are and do it on purpose and for continuing to inspire the rest of us to do so. Thank you so much for saying that, Meredith. It means so much to me. And thank you guys all for writing in to page7podcasts at gmail.com. I really appreciate it. I read all of them. And just you guys taking the time to write in means so much to me. So much love goes out to all of you guys. Happy Leo season, babies. And we will be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.